Hi all. Um, as you can tell, it's been a really long time since we've uploaded and um, sorry, I'm recording this on my phone voice recorder because I don't have my mic with me. But um, yeah, it's been a long time. If you don't know why, you can go to the podcast Instagram because uh, yeah, it's been a crazy few months. Um, crazier than I've ever been before. Uh, long story short, I have been diagnosed with cancer, which, you know, crazy. Um, I know. But yeah, I had we had recorded this back in June and I just wanted to get it out to you guys uh, before we start recording more episodes again, um, which hopefully will be soon now that things have slowed down and I'm kind of settling into a routine. But yeah, um, I love you guys. I hope you enjoy this not very anticipated episode on our part and I'm sure your part as well. Um, but yeah, uh, can't wait to start recording more for you guys. Thanks. Bye-bye. Or thanks. Enjoy the episode. Okay. So her quote on her wiki page. <laughs> I just found it. After years at ballet school, a friend who eats would be nice. What the fuck? <laughs> what a bitch. I just. Also, she said that to Mia, who's a model, which like, yeah, we know Mia be eaten. But like. <laughs> Mia like, was, was indeed that? pregnant and then gave birth. Like, d- yeah. she she is eating now. Yeah. That's <sighs> such a wild-ass fucking quote. Oh, my God. Hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast where we go absolutely cuckoo bananas over our favorite characters from Degrassi The Next Generation. I'm Keely Bell, and you can join me every week with a special guest to talk about how these characters did whatever it takes and how exactly they made it through. Welcome back. This is Cuckoo Bananas! Exclamation point on Degrassi colon the Next Generation podcast. I am your host Keely Bell, and I am finally once again reunited with Daniel Herman. You've you've never yes. seen me until just now. I've never. It's been oh, years. Yes. It, we have been so. I think the last that the listeners would know of my life was when I was in quarantine with Ezra. And we recorded uh, two truly. episodes in quarantine. Mm-hmm. A dark time so, to be alive. But you guys bonded. You bonded. We bonded. We bonded. It was a very nice experience. Um, but yeah, they get like I'm like the listeners in their conceptualization of my life are probably like that bitch still has COVID, <laughs> and she hasn't been She's reunited had with her for roommate. Several, and you just failed. You just failed the health check for our mic check, so you still have <laughs> just COVID. failed the health check. Um. But yeah, so like they don't know that we've been reunited for over a month. <laughs> a month? What? Me? I've been alone, stewing in my own madness. <laughs> yeah, um, we've been putting off this episode for how long? Over two months, probably. We couldn't get around to it. We were too busy um, going on dates and getting our hands burnt and shit. Uh. <laughs> oh right! I look, l- look at you. Look at me from a different room. You look at me, listener, <laughs> listener, humble listener. I burned my hand brewing coffee, and no one wanted to take me seriously. But I am still <laughs> peeling. It's been weeks. <laughs> 
My beautiful scarred hand is now disfigured. They're disfigured and no one seems to care. (laughs) And I have suffered. And she wanted me to talk about Leia. Yeah, the last time we were supposed to record this, the last time we were supposed to record this, um, Daniel burned his hand at work and had to say no. This was, I think, two weeks ago. So it's not like... (laughs) We we've been we've been dreading this for a longer time than that. Let's just say yeah, that. we've been we've been dreading it, and um, we had this whole big plan to do it, and then um, someone at work decided to push the brew button twice in the coffee machine, and mm-hmm. it's an industrial sized coffee machine. So um, if any of you in the service industry, you know this was um this was a time bomb. Um, <laughs> I'm fine, but yeah. Uh, in case you couldn't guess, we are discussing. The worst character, like, I want, uh, maybe not the worst, yes, the worst, but also, like, not, not only the worst, but the um, least likable character, in our opinion, in all 14 seasons of this goddamn show. No redeeming qualities whatsoever. Yeah, and my and problem is, is that they didn't, <laughs> Leia Chang. Leia Chang was not written clearly to be my least favorite woman alive. They did. They. Right. This was an accident. They accidentally right. did this character so fucking dirty exactly. and made her the least likable person to have been born. And in this yes. universe, Hitler was born. Exactly. <laughs> Like and like this is no shade to Judy Jow. Like we love we love all the actors on this show. Judy Jow, you know, I won't say she's no Jamie Johnston, an incredible actor, but um yeah. she didn't deserve this. She was just a young woman wanting to be on television and she had to give up so many lines about Sizzletine magazine and um be such a lying bitch about knowing fallout boy and those are the two and dance badly um and somehow both danny and Derek liked her i don't understand <laughs> and like listen um shantae mentioned sizzletine magazine ad nauseum and yet we mm-hmm. managed to get likability from her judy oh, yeah. Zhao was trapped she was trapped yeah in, uh, she had to have been because, yeah look she was and some there's a modicum of talent involved in casting a Degrassi, but you know what? Even with a tiny bit of talent, you could have given her a line that works. Yeah, you know exactly, exactly. And like we we talked about this with Blue a little bit, where the kind of season eight characters do just kind of fall so flat. Like at least the ones that were introduced in season seven were able to lead like like I'm picturing the way I'm picturing this <laughs> is the weirdest thing ever like a game of flappy bird <laughs> like you know when you're tapping the screen <laughs> and you yes. have to keep the bird afloat um it's like that where the season 7 characters were able to stay afloat much with much more stamina because they were given that kind of push to push off of in season seven holly J, anya um jane incredible character like yes all all of those characters kind of had some flight already but all the season eight ones blue leia i'm so sorry but riley even though riley does last longer than both of them they all have this weird flat like just kind of like they keep running into the little mario 
pipes and dying. Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. I would never once defend Riley's arc. I w- oh, yeah. No, Re- not at all. Riley, Riley Stavros' arc is um, not an arc. It is, in fact, a downward spiral. Right. <laughs> And, you know, actually, I take back what I said. It's not just the season eight characters. It's the season eight juniors. It's not Claire or Casey or Allie or Connor either. It like they were they're incredible characters. But there's just something about these juniors or seniors or whatever they are. I think they're juniors at this time that it's like they are just so like flat. And Leia is the flattest of them all. (laughs) (laughs) Leia is one dimensional. She is a line. She doesn't yeah. even get to be tweeted. She's a line. Yeah. Yeah. And, a line um, that goes straight into the eye of the viewer and it's pokey and it's <laughs> awful. That's what we will be discussing today. Um, so I guess how <laughs> this is the order of operations, right? How would we um yeah. how would we sum up Leia's arc in three sentences if you want to call it that? Trust no bitch ah good one good one (laughs) that's actually very good very (laughs) it's double meaning um i would go leia chang is annoying period (laughs) though she tries not to be that's i guess that's one sentence leia chang is annoying though she tries not to be period um through lies deceit and some ballet dancing she works her way into the heart of exactly one person danny van zandt period um then she reads sizzletine magazine and disappears period and it's completely unhelpful when anya's mom has cancer remember that (laughs) I, i i sure do i sure do I will get there because I think the one good thing about this episode, like, sorry to be so negative listener, but like the one good thing about this episode is that Leia doesn't really have much of an arc, but she does have a lot of really little random things that are fun to talk about because they're so absurd. Um, And so shitty. She's never the good person in this, in in any of these scenarios. She's always like, wow, I'm going to stab you in the back, but not in a fun way. Well, I think the one opportunity she gets to be, like, um, um, sympathetic is when Shantae is the bad person and break and convinces her to break up with Danny because she knows that Danny's going to go for her instead. And that's, like, the one time that it's like, oh, Leia's not the evil, conniving, like, I won't say evil or conniving, but Leia's not the, like, person with the worst morals in this situation, finally. And yeah. And also it's like was it what it, she also, deserved? <laughs> it was. It was. But like also she keeps doing these things from like the like high horse of somebody. Like I feel like Leia's character is what so many people have blinded themselves to think Emma was, which is like just yeah. a person who walks into a room and goes fuck your shit and then <laughs> walks out. Like Emma had like, you know, reason and drive to do the things she does whereas Leia's just like a, a a liar and also like a mean friend to Mia and like it's just and Anya and it's just like oh okay <laughs> we can get into it I will um, I will raise you I 
I, yeah, I think that Leah that Leia was um Leia tried to walk so that Becky could run, but Becky was running. Oh, oh yes. If Leia if Leia were a Becky character, she'd be so fun. Like the types of characters that Becky is. We kind of get that from Kim. Do you remember Kim when Darcy's I arc? Do. Kim, yeah. I loved Kim. She was one of my favorite. Oh, that would be a fun episode to do in the future if I ever get back on like the game of doing this weekly. Would be like my favorite kind of like recurring characters that just kind of exist mm-hmm. but were never in the main credits. Because Kim is one of them. She was a really good fleshed out like recurring character who was on her high horse about a lot of shit. If we had had a regular character like Kim, I would have loved her. And Leo could have been that, but no. Same, because like Kim had a fucking point of view that was like yeah. aligned with a moral code. Leia's morality is all over the place. Yeah, like, it is. It is. Be nice to your friends, except don't. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, you know, be nice to your friends, except when they're clearly being taken advantage of in their modeling contract and you're going to call them a slut. That's like, what? Yeah. Like, uh, anyway, we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's uh, get, let's get in. <laughs> Let's get into it. So Leia is introduced in season eight, and we're not going to trade off plot points because she has none. Um, not any that like are sustainable. Um, so Leia is introduced in season eight, and it's that it's the very first episode of season eight when Mia becomes a model. And Mia's modeling arc is, you know, neither here nor there. Whether it's fully realistic or what anyone wanted from that character at the time is not any of our business. <laughs> But what Mia gains in those two episodes is a modeling contract, one, um, a crush on Danny Van Zant, two, and three, a new friend, Leia. Um, and she takes Leia with her to her modeling gig or like a party or something. And Mia is being taken advantage of by fucking, what's his name? Tom, Tom Blake. Blake. Which is the best name for a fake football player ever. It's so funny. It's like, yeah, like if it's I just like, went like this is Tom, Tom Brady, why would you think it's Tom Brady? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, Tom Blake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays for the Packers, right? Yes. <laughs> that was such a good name. But yeah. Um, so at this party, Tom Blake is like, you know, taking advantage of Mia, making her kiss women and trying to tell her like, yo, like if you have sex with me tonight i will you know it will pay off for you later and you know bad bad things bad things and leia decides to blame mia for that she like mia's like oh yeah like stay stay with me because you know i want a familiar face in this orgy (laughs) and obviously leia didn't have to say yes to that (laughs) but instead she goes to school and is like hmm mia's a slut (laughs) essentially um and she tells danny and then Danny, Danny is just like in season eight, he's just like bounced around. I guess it's season eight and nine, but he's just like bounced around from from like lying bitch to lying bitch. I think we talked about this in his episode, didn't we? Yes, we did. Um, Danny Van Zandt, um, his taste in women really, really um, kind of devolves into um, duplicitous women of the evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like he's he's crushing on Mia. he's crushing on mia and then leia sabotages mia and then he's with leia and then shantae sabotages leia (laughs) and then he's just like oh well i guess i'm not i'm not a pawn in any way here um no but yeah look the the pursuit of danny van zandt is 
a noble one. But unfortunately, pursuing him nobly gets you fucking nowhere. You have to stab a bitch in the back. Yep. (laughs) He's too clueless. He's too clueless. Um, But yeah, so Leia stabs Mia in the back and essentially um, ruins her chances of being with Danny. Um, which like Mia and Danny were not even together. He did not need to know this about her. And that's the like that's the part that like really gets me is like Mia has already like gone through so much shit when it comes to her sexuality and her sex life and like people knowing things about her and her sex life being publicized because she was a pregnant 13-year-old. Like what in in anybody's brain, like how would they rationalize being like, oh, I'm just gonna like Say, say her business to a guy who's not even dating her. Yeah, it's utter bullshit, truly. I mm-hmm. like, and granted, Le- d- how much information did Leia have about Mia's background before just deciding, yeah, I'm just going to twist sure this knife? I'm sure she, well, like, she knew that Izzy existed. She certainly knew that. Um, yeah, no, I, she knew enough. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she knew enough. Like, that's, that's, you can inf- infer enough right there. Like, oh, she was, sexually active from a young age everyone knew she was sexually active from a young age because she got pregnant at 13 like that's i think two things right there that would tell you this person has a a a past with with their sexuality um and you probably shouldn't slut shame them to the guy that they like um but yeah that's leia's first plot point and it's shitty and it really sets her off on a really like bad foot in season eight yeah it's Awful. And then Leah does the exact same thing I'm reading in the Money for Nothing plot line. Yeah, she blabs to Holly J about Mia's um, thing at the party in that episode as well, so that Holly J can then publicize Mia's affair with Tom Blake, um, where he was an adult and she was a teenager, um, on the news because she was yeah. poor and sad. <laughs> And, and then it gets Holly J kicked off the power squad for being a bitch. And <laughs> because she's a fucking bitch. And some well, Leia wasn't on the power squad, but I was like, and somehow Leia gets off scot-free. And I was like, oh wait, she wasn't even a cheerleader. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Holly J loses her position on the power squad and Leia loses zero friends because Leia has no friends. Has no friends. <laughs> so then we get to this weird love triangle that they try to convince us, where they try to convince us that both Danny and Derek like her. Um, why? But also, like, <laughs> Danny and, like, and and that's the part that sucks about this plotline for Leia is that she's not, like, it's not that they're fighting over her. It's that they are fighting. And I've talked about this episode a lot um, in both the Danny and the Derek episode because I really enjoy what it means for their friendship. But Leia really is just, like, um, a she's pawn an object in it. She's an object in it. It's like, this is all about Danny and Derek facing their demons as former best friends um, and always going for the same girl and being mad at each other and figuring out their relationship now that they're not really best friends and they're also not not friends. So they're they're trying to work out their bromance with this girl in the middle. <laughs> and Danny's like, well, yeah, Leah always finds get- herself in the middle of more interesting people. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, you know, really the curse of some of these Degrassi characters is like, like we end up doing sometimes when we do an episode like this, we end up talking more about the people in that surround these characters than we end up talking about them, which I guess like 
is part of why I love the show because it is almost impossible to do that. Like how this character affected this person's arc and like so for some it's way more than others. <laughs> it's like for, yeah. for Leia, she mostly oh. just kind of exists in the middle of other people. But like also side for... note, this is just a random thing. She's wearing an Ace Pride themed shirt in this picture while she's on a date with Danny Van Zant. Leia it's like, would it's purple, would, it's if, white, and gray. <laughs> if they had um, introduced Leia in next class, she would be their Ace representation, I think. And she'd and also be a better be character. Very... <laughs> like she, like if Leia were invented in next class, they would figure out a way to make her more likable. Because, like you know, Yael is very Leia esque in their um, in the way they exist. But I still really loved Yael. Well, Yael had um, had an interesting point of view of I'm with these group of gamer boys and I have to mm-hmm. fit in. So I'm going to do the not like other girls thing. And then whoops, as it turns out, I'm mm-hmm. not a girl at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like other girls. But as it turns out, I'm really not like girls. <laughs> yeah, as it turns out, remove the other. I'm not like girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my re- my resentment towards women is because I am not a woman. Okay, a woman. great. Awesome. Yep. Glad we figured this out. <laughs> I can't like I'm I'm really excited to dive into our next group of characters such as like Holly J, Anya, all of them because they are some of the meatiest characters on the show. Um but so I'm also meat. really excited. So much meat. Holly J, the meatiest of all. <laughs> Mm, yeah, that big old thigh bone. She's like a giant turkey leg you get at the Ren Fair. <laughs> Just all like I'm meat. also, <laughs> I'm also really excited to get to like the less meaty but still fun characters of Next Class. Like I'm excited. Uh, I love, to get I there. love, I love little boys, little boys, girls, and and you know, yeah, them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the boys, girls, and you know, y'all. Uh, <laughs> but back to Leia. Back to back Leia to being Leia. in being in a Danny and Derek sandwich. Which, like, oh. when I was a teenager, I would I would be down for that. Yeah, I love. Unfortunately, boys. it's a sandwich where the two pieces of bread are in an argument. <laughs> It's a sandwich where the two pieces of bread are fighting, and the meat in the middle is um mayonnaise um <laughs> and the mayonnaise is not participating in the fight also the mayonnaise oh, doesn't no. know that it's in a sandwich yeah the mayonnaise <laughs> thinks it's in a jar the mayonnaise <laughs> is in a jar the two slices of bread are like we can't make a sandwich <laughs> the mayonnaise in a jar in the fridge <laughs> Spinning around Dancing. awkwardly in a jar in the fridge. <laughs> so Derek likes Leia and he asks Danny to ask her out for him. And Danny likes Leia, but he's so used to giving Derek what he wants that he says sure. But he also knows that Leia likes him. And so it's a one episode um, love triangle in which the good guy wins in the end, which he rightfully should because Derek's an asshole at this point. And there's an I think the one great thing that comes out of this is that we get the amazing, wonderful scene of Leia dancing in the gym while Derek while Danny watches her dance and Derek watches Danny watch her dance. (laughs) 
it's 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 high art it's fashion art because we're supposed to be here like being like oh he really likes her and Derek's just like oh he really Uh, likes her and she's just like la 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 (laughs) dancing I'm standing around in a gym alone (laughs) which um okay that brings me to Judy Zhao's acting choices with Leia, do we think she is so stoic and like uh, 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 non-emotional because she's coming from ballet school? Um, I think that's giving Judy Zhao credit to an acting choice, which it might, very much might be. Um, mm-hmm. But I also think that maybe there just wasn't a lot of direction. You know? Yeah. 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 If she were making if you're making any choices, it none of them really made sense. And that really is all to do with like the fact that none of Leia's choices very much make sense. Um sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it's you're 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 ha- you're you're gonna be you're gonna be uh, be there for a person and sometimes it's you're gonna put your foot in your mouth about that same person. Um and pretend like you're a good friend. Um, yeah, it's hard. I can imagine it's hard to act with what she was given. I think truly if she had been given better material, Judy Zhao could have done more with the character. Oh, 100%. Which, you know, always is the case with Degrassi. Um, so then we get to Leia's um, big plot which is still so absurd to me. Remind you, this is the B-plot of an episode where Jane finds out that she was molested as a child. This is a very heavy episode. But the B-plot is Leia lying to Danny and everybody Danny hangs out with about knowing Fallout Boy for some reason. Like, she just lies and says that Pete Wentz used to sing her lullabies. Like, what? I, um, every time I remember this subplot, I go, no, 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 no. This is a joke. That this cannot be a be real plot. Of, of the molestation episode, no, which Jane carries so with such grace and 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 just dignity, and then exactly. we have Leia's plotline about yeah. the Fallout Boy, and it's so like, <laughs> and so honestly, bad. here's the thing, here's the thing, a lying, and here's the thing, like we all knew somebody in school who was like a compulsive liar, right? And you're always like, oh, yeah, sure, right? But, you know, those kids have something going on at home. They have lots of, you know, issues of their own. And Leia, we don't really get any explanation as to why she is so insecure about her lived experience in life that she would do that. Like, it's not like she needed to impress Danny or Sav or Shantae. Or Anya, they're all just normal kids, just like her. So why did she feel the need to do that? Well, I mean, Le- Leia's whole problem, from what I remember, is that she keeps on worrying that she's boring, which is a valid concern because she is boring. Well, um, does she ever say that? 
Or are we assigning meaning to it? (laughs) Well, I mean, like, when she's at the sleepover, she, like, recoils sort of into herself and then decides to come out with Fallout Boy because she's afraid of being boring. Like, I, think, I don't like, think that, she ever says that. I think the wiki. Well, I think the wiki is saying that. Like, the wiki made that assumption. She does, like, she but, doesn't but open up I. easily. I always, I always thought that she was afraid of being boring. Because she is boring. And if they had given yeah. her that self awareness, like, to, for her to say, like, you know, I just feel like she she was always saying, I don't fit in with your friends. I don't, you know, you're blah, blah, blah. It's not that like your friends are cooler than me or your friends can socialize better than I can or whatever. It's just kind of like it was very vague. And we didn't we never understood why she felt that way about herself. And if they had been able to put that into words of her saying, like, I don't have like what I'm assuming is was from coming from the writer's brains was that Leia went to ballet school for her whole life, or not her whole life, but, you know, when she became serious about ballet. Enough of her life. Right, enough of her life. And she, when she became serious about ballet, and she didn't have a high school experience until now. And she doesn't know how to make friends without competition. She doesn't know how to make friends who eat. She doesn't know how to make friends with people who go out to parties and aren't just solely focused on their future careers as ballerinas. Like that would make sense um, to give her that kind of motivation of her being like, well, I need to find something interesting about myself. That's not just how many pirouettes I can do. Um, Fallout boy, like that would be interesting and good. But since we don't dedicate any time to her backstory, which, you know, is showing to be a trend in these characters that we feel nothing for, uh, we don't learn anything about their home lives. And that yeah, is almost as if we don't really care about the people the that we don't know anything about. <laughs> yeah, truly exactly. Awful. Exactly. Like that is where they really fumbled the bag with Leia, where it's like we don't know any of her motivation, any of what she carries outside of school into school um, to explain why she keeps doing these bizarre things. Um, But yeah, so (laughs) the fallout boy plot is literally the most embarrassing thing to watch on this show. I think, yeah, I think it's probably my number one cringiest plot to watch. Yeah, it's, it's definitely up there for me. I can't say if it's my, if it's the cringiest plot for me, but it's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of something that I think is cringier. What is, what is what has happened um, that I've really cringed I, at? I have a more I have a more visceral reaction to whenever Fiona gets drunk, and even that before I okay, was an al- well. before I realized I was an alcoholic. But like, just all of her drunk exploits just always get me. It's just mm-hmm. it's it's just I ugh, understand. Ugh. Yeah. I understand that. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, what's my cringiest? Oh God, probably something that Maya's done. I think. I think a good one. Maybe I still don't think I cringe harder than the Fallout Boy thing. But I think a close second is in Next Class when Maya um, befriends Peter and thinks that she, and thinks that they're friends. When he's just like, "This is a 15 year old girl," and she's like hiding in the bathroom while his he and his girlfriend are talking about her. 
that was yes. pretty cringe. That was pretty bad. Um, yeah, that was pretty bad. I do agree. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, I think the part of Leia's Fallout Boy plot that makes me cringe the worst is when she walks up to the bouncer and is like, yeah, like, I know Pete Wentz. And the bouncer's like, no, you don't. <laughs> and it's just like, what did she think was going to happen? How did she see this through? How did she think this was going to turn out? She was just um, just really hoping and praying that maybe her charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent would get her in. Yeah, and, you know, those are all things that she has. Um, but, okay, so she does admit to Danny that she doesn't make friends easily. And his initial reaction is to go, and you thought that telling them that you knew celebrities was going to make them want to be your friend? Like... We're all in a shitty band. Like, <laughs> like yeah, what? You could just like our <laughs> shitty music. That's literally all you have to do. That's all Anya did for a whole season was sit around and listen to the studs. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, that's kind of the biggest plot that Leia gets. And then in season nine, she just kind of is Danny's girlfriend. And she... Kind of hangs out with Anya for a little bit when Anya um, reveals to the when Anya comes out as a LARPer, <laughs> <laughs> and she's supportive. Yeah, and she's supportive there. I would say that's probably the best time that we see Leia as a friend is her being like, "Oh, cool, LARPing. I want to join. Let's do this thing together, so we don't have to sit around listening to the studs all the time." And that's maybe when she is at her most like. Uh, likable and also I would say she fits a certain archetype in that way like um, I think a big part of why she is such a jarring ass character in season 8 is because that she doesn't fit into any like pre-established like box like we can at least like like Blue for example at least fit into like the the hot boy stereotype where he just kind of the manic pixie dream boy if you will um yes stereotype whereas leia kind of floated around she didn't have many friends she was just like showing up to be um like not even antagonistic just unhelpful in all ways um and then like once she got to season nine she kind of settled into a supportive type to anya and a confidant type to Shantae. And that's like, okay, we could have, like, I'm not saying that there were, um, not saying that there were better bones there or anything, or like that, not saying that she had more potential in season nine, but like, if they really wanted to, they would have um, figured out how to make her blend with the rest of the cast. Yeah, I think sending her down sort of the um, supportive, maybe a little nerdier, a little awkward friend type, like giving mm -hmm. her sort of um, not quite the liberty treatment, but like, you know, that ilk of like, I'm not great with people, but I do have mm -hmm. a lot of special interests. Right, <laughs> right. But like that's and that's, I think, the issue that they were probably trying desperately to avoid was pigeonholing her into kind of what an Asian stereotype is sometimes on TV in that like I'm thinking of um, 
oh, what's her name from Hey Arnold? The Asian friend oh, yeah. of um, Phoebe? Uh, Phoebe. Yeah, Phoebe. Like kind of a Phoebe type where she just kind of like supports the friend. And I'm sure the writers didn't want that to be her story. Yeah, the it felt like the writers said, oh, we're just we're just going to deny this plot line for this Asian character, but then not give her another one. Right, right. Like she just kind of was there. Um, which also now that I'm realizing I said earlier, she's not a power squad member, but she is a ballerina. So like she could have. <laughs> yeah and why was that like yeah Leia's a loser but she can dance yeah like they should have like yeah they should have utilized her more like why not have her on the power squad I guess like they were kind of sick of having girls on the power squad but like she could have taken Holly J's spot that would have been fun yeah finally a win for Leia <laughs> Mm-hmm. That would have been really funny if she gave Holly J the ammo to ruin Mia. <laughs> and then Holly J ruined Mia. But then the power squad was like, fuck you, Holly J, for ruining Mia. We're going to give Leia your spot. And then like her just like being like, Shh, I had no, I played no part in this. <laughs> All I did was give you information. You chose to make that information volatile. Honestly, that would be a really fun that would have been a really fun direction to go with Leia, where it's kind of like she it, she throws people under the bus, but she's so unassuming that she just gets everything she wants. And that would be and that would be great. That would have been so a fun. really fun character. That would have been such a fun character. And then like have her um her lying plotline be kind of like the unraveling of that. Yeah, the the undoing of like, hey, remember when she did this? Also, remember when she did this? Right. Wait a minute. Is she the worst? And and like those characters aren't often used in like teen dramas, which I think is a shame because those are such fun. Like I understand they're like a little bit farcical. They're a little bit like too hokey for the like teen drama, uh, what they're trying to do. But I think having like the just the bones of those kinds of characters in these things could make the viewing experience just so much more fun. And I mean, I'm sorry. We we all knew people who imploded like that and yeah. um, set up a web of lies. Yeah, yeah. And then like they get away with it. They get away with it until everyone's like, wait a second. <laughs> I distinctly remember the sim- the, a similar thing happening to me several weeks ago, mm-hmm. and you were at the center of it. Yep. <laughs> that would have been so good. Honestly, like, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's, like, the way to fix Leia, is to, like, give her the agency, give her, like, she could keep the backstory of, you know, not making good, not making friends and blah, blah, blah. But just having, giving her a little bit more, like, drive and, like, like what she's trying to do. Um, But we've, we've come to the point where the only thing about Leia that matters to anyone is that she's dating Danny. And of course in season nine, they're like, we need to give Shantae something. And so we will take Danny from Leia and give him to Shantae in a way in which Shantae will steal him from her by telling Leia that sizzle teen magazine says, Break up with your boyfriend. I'm bored. <laughs> and that is the whole plot line. And it yep. works like a charm. It works like a charm. Shantae didn't have to do shit. All she had to do was go, you know, it, the sizzle teen gods spoke. 
that's what you have to do. And she, you know, tells it to her under the conceit that Danny's going to beg for her back um, because Leia feels Leia and Danny feel like the relationship is like ha- has hit a lull. And so Shantae's like, yeah, he'll beg for you back when you break up with him. And then she does. And then he doesn't. And she's like, when is this supposed to work? And Shantae putting on her lip gloss and preparing for Danny to ask her out is like, I don't know, man. You got to wait it out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, sucks to suck. I <laughs> I gave you information. It was your mm-hmm. decision to make that. Your to, choice to, make to take it. Volatile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it's exactly what happens. He breaks up. The, he and Leia are broken up officially. And then he goes after Shantae. And then they get together. And then Leia kind of. So, like, they kind of sh- trade the thing of, like, it was kind of Anya Shantae season eight with Leia, like, kind of just off to the side with Danny. And then it was um, Shant- a- Anya Leia with Shantae off to the side with Danny. So they kind of swapped places in that way. And I think that's kind of the end of her, like, plots in season nine, right? Yeah, yeah like and she only has the one in season 10. Right, which, like, she she doesn't even have a plot in season 10. She just kind of is there supporting Anya while Anya's dealing with her mother's cancer diagnosis, which, like, oh, my God, is this, like, wait a second, is this our first season 10 plot that we get to talk about? Yeah. <gasps> oh, my God. And it's happening in the worst episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, oh, my God, we actually – the Sizzle Team Gods have spoken, and we get to talk about season 10. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, like Leia is only in season 10 for a few episodes just to kind of exist. Um, and she's there supporting Anya when her m- mom gets a cancer diagnosis. And Leia, you know, as always, is extremely unhelpful. <laughs> so <laughs> when Anya – so Anya is like, my mom's acting weird. And then Leia's like – Mm, she seems to not be like wearing her wedding ring. Ooh, it seems sounds like your mom's having an affair because that's what she read in Sizzle Teen magazine. And Anya's like, oh my God, my mom's cheating on my dad. That's crazy. And then it turns out that Anya's mom was actually going to the doctor because she has cancer. Um, and then when Anya tells Leia this in the following episode, Leia says, you know, <laughs> my aunt, I think, she's like, my aunt had cancer. She went through chemo, lost all her hair, and then she, she got died. better. But then she died. <laughs> and that was a perfect farewell to Leia. Like, cause that was like a perfect thing for her to say. And then that be the end of her. Yeah. <laughs> that would that is literally the per- like that sums up her entire character is her being entirely unhelpful while Anya's mother is getting diagnosed with can literal cancer. And Leia was looking her in the eye and going, I'm going to be extremely unhelpful right now. <laughs> I'm going to look you dead in the face and go, I have nothing important to say to you. I'm just yeah. going to take your air with my yep. breath. Yep. But yeah, like, those are all of Leia's plot lines. And um, they suck. Like, <laughs> they're they not suck. good. She does not have much of an arc. Um her, I guess her mini tiny arc is her, you know, trying to um, learn how to make friends. We don't really get to see her succeed in that in a way that she has earned, in my opinion. Um, yeah, that's kind of 
that's kind of Leia's whole thing. And then her one ship is her with Danny. And how do we feel about that? Um, garbage. It's garbage. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's fine. It doesn't, there's nothing really, like, she's not bad to him and he's not bad to her, but neither of them really grow at all in the relationship. Well, he's She's the friend group from the high, like, if your friends from high school get together and you just start shooting the shit, everyone goes, hey, remember mm-hmm. when Danny had that girlfriend, Leia? Remember how much she sucked? Yes. She's that girl. Yes. Yes. That is exactly who she is. And it's, yeah, they, they, we don't really even get to see much of how they change each other. Like, I guess Danny convinces her to stop lying. <laughs> he convinces her to, like, stop talking about celebrities that she actually doesn't know um but the other than that like she she doesn't really give him any benefits to their relationship except for maybe like a way the for opportunity himself to date shantae <laughs> the, yeah the opportunity to date shantae and the opportunity to distance himself from Derek. finally um yeah. but yeah we don't really get to see how their personalities really mesh which they don't um they kind of just exist. How do we think Leia would be different had she dated Derek? Um, I think she would have um, either gone crazy with his near duelidness or tried to try so hard that she would spiral herself and like be like have a bad girl plot line. You know, yeah, that would actually be really fun. I thought the same thing. Kind of, um, you didn't watch the Society, did you? Um, I was in the room when you watched it. Right. Um, There was that, like, bad guy character who had the girlfriend and they, like, lived together. And she was a ballerina, I think. Like, she was – she had a very similar kind of Leia um, background. And she was a good girl just with a bad guy and everyone was trying to be like, what are you doing with him kind of thing. And I think that would be an interesting direction to take her. Um, in the good girl, bad guy sense, that's not what we've already seen. So like we are, we've already seen it with Allie. We've already seen it with Emma where it's like, this boy is misunderstood and this girl is really smart and she just wants to save him. But like, instead it could have been Derek's a literal psychopathic asshole. And this girl is just kind of being caught in his crossfire. I think that would be way more interesting. I agree. um, Especially because Leia is definitely the girl is like, is having trouble making friends. There is no real person right. out there who would have wanted to pursue and save her until like it's getting right. bad and noticeable. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, like that is it, yeah, exactly. Like her being so isolated and not knowing where she fits in would put her at such risk for creating those toxic relationships and feeling like she has nobody else to reach out to. Um yeah, like you'll never find me like hoping for a toxic relationship plot line like that but like that would have been interesting um yeah it would have been at least an interesting thing to see her do yeah yeah um so i guess <laughs> that brings us to <laughs> when is the time <laughs> what is what is the time daniel that you were such a leia i've never been like this bitch in my life <laughs> I'm sure we can find one way. What's the cringiest moment of your life? I think. <laughs> I think that's when where I we're gonna have to go. School for eight years, and then I had <laughs> a time real. Um, no, I think what hurts me most about Leia is that I once viewed myself. Um, this was 
my entire middle school career, I felt like Leia. You know, I felt like Mm -hmm. the person who's like, I guess I'll just hang out with this group of people that don't like me or respect me because why not? Also, I have nothing in common with you people. Um, And I'm going to be shitty to you. And you're going to be shitty back to me. (laughs) And and I think that's probably the crux of like, she's so immature. And Mm -hmm. there's not. It it reminds me of like when looking back when I was like younger, I'm like, dude, you could just instead not be this way. You know, you could just be funny and be with people who you enjoy and have similar interests to. Right. And then I did. And then I wasn't Leia anymore. Yeah. 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 We've all gone through. I think I think like the odds of people having been a Leia are actually higher than the odds of them having been what like a Bruce the Moose or like you know what I mean like I think more people have gone through a Leia phase than we want to admit uh, <laughs> I think most um, of us I have think... been a Leia but you never really know when you were a Leia yeah exactly because she does not have that element of self-awareness um, yeah. because I think a, a key point in being a Leia is lacking complete social, complete self-awareness um, but, um, I think a time that I was such a Leia, I actually, once we were getting into talking about like the way she felt about herself at Mia's party, is that what it was like a sleepover at Peter's loft, whatever, um, which would prompt her to tell the fallout boy lie, um, where she was like telling Danny, like, I don't really fit in with your friends, like that kind of vibe. And she like shrunk into herself when people were being more outgoing and such. I feel like that all the time with Ezra's friends. Like I actually, we were having a conversation in our high school group chat on our Snapchat um, today where our friend, our lovely friend Adam was talking about having straight friends. And I was like, I don't have a single straight friend. And then our friend Jamie said, well, because my boyfriend has straight friends, I now have straight friends. And I was like, Oh, right. Like my boyfriend's friends by extension are now my friends. I don't have casual friendships. I have like the deep friendships that like my friends are all friends that I've known from high school plus three bitches in a group chat who I talk to literally every time I have a thought. So like it runs pretty deep. <laughs> yeah. No, um, look, I, look, if tr- Truth be told, if you pass away or are kidnapped, the first Thanks. place I'm going to is I'm getting into that group chat. I'm going, where the oh, fuck hell yeah. is she? Yeah. Where is she? <laughs> yeah. I know you bitches know. I've never <laughs> met any of you, but I like, know you three know, and you know that I know that you know. Like, literally, I was just thinking the other day, if I ever, like, got pregnant, I would obviously have to tell you in a fun way. I would have to tell my family in a fun way. But my group chat friends, oh, they're the first to know, unfortunately, because I'd be freaking out. <laughs> And I wouldn't have anyone to tell. Um, So, yeah, I totally understand that feeling. Would it drive me to then lie and tell them all that I, I don't know, um, that Harry Styles tucked me into bed at night? I don't think so. (laughs) I believe he would. But I would have the thought. I would have the thought, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, like just to seem cooler, just a fun little lie. I want like fun little lies are really 
they like if they were handled better yeah if they were handled better i would love leia and her fun little lies like you know who has fun little lies on this show is esme song and i'm so excited to talk about her (laughs) oh she's great she's great yeah i love like characters who lie are can be fun but they just somehow missed the mark with this one yeah they did um but yeah i guess that's our episode we did it. We got, we got through, through it. it. You, the listener, got through it, even though we were being so negative the whole time. Pat yourself on the back. Thank you. Um, but finally, this weight is lifted off of our shoulders, and we no longer have to talk about Leia. So, Ever again. Oh, who should we do next? I have it on my iPad somewhere. But like, so Leia is season eight and ends at the beginning of season 10. So are there any people that fully meld into season 10 that that haven't fully melded into season 10 that we should do? Oh, we have to do Declan next. Yeah, Declan is next. Declan is next because he does not he doesn't really move past season 10. Wow. Wow, Declan. I'm so excited. Cuz I have a lot uh, to say. Heavy hitter. I have a heavy hitter. I have a lot to say about Declan Coin. Some positive. I know you a lot do. negative. <laughs> Mostly negative. Mostly negative. negative. No, it won't be mostly negative like this one. I'll have a lot of good things to say because actually Landon Laboron is a wonderful actor and he, the character of Declan is so fun. But anyway, um, yeah. Where can people find you on social media, Daniel? I'm at Danny Boy Herman across platforms. You do know this. Yes. Um, and you can find me at <laughs> OMG It's Key on um, TikTok and Instagram. I've made some TikTok uh uh waves recently with my writing which is cool so if you want to follow my tiktok and find out like the things that i'm writing um go there um and you can follow the podcast at cuckoo bananas podcast at on instagram and you can email us at cuckoo bananas podcast at gmail.com um i'm trying to think like should we do another character episode next week or should i go back to ezra and do a recap episode um i think you should do a recap episode you're missing on those and you have so much to go i I have so much to go but i don't want this whole podcast to become recap episodes that's the problem with doing them both that's very true maybe i'll just like maybe maybe recaps can be a different podcast (laughs) and then i'd have to record twice a week but i work from home now so i theoretically could um you have time but yeah i have time um to take take all those hours that i used to use commuting <laughs> all right um thank you guys for listening bye bye goodbye